I'm Kathy Zitt, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks, Solar Power World's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. Today I'm here with Craig Morris and Paul Parker of Austin, Texas-based microinverter manufacturer Solar Bridge Technologies. I'm glad to have them both here with me to join in a discussion of solar inverter reliability, particularly as it pertains to microinverters. So thank you both for being here, Craig and Paul. Thanks very much, Kathy. It's a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. Absolutely. Craig, why don't you start out? Can you tell me why is reliability so important in solar, and why is it so important for inverters in particular? Sure, Kathy. So, I mean, as much as many of us in the industry are, are proud of the environmental benefits of solar, I think most of us agree that it's a financial investment. And the investor returns, whether they're just talking about a homeowner or a large financial institution or a utility, they're going to be really directly proportional to the reliability of the equipment that's installed. So this is really about returns. And inverters are the leading cause of failure today in PV systems. And not only are they the largest source of failures, but they also typically are the most expensive failures, as, as the failure of a string or a central inverter will often bring down an entire PV system or a major portion of it and result in significant loss of energy, revenue, and require costly emergency repairs. So, you know, we really believe that there's a, a real risk out there, particularly to financing companies' leases and PVA companies, that are providing performance guarantees for energy production for these systems. Most string and central inverters have about a five to 10 year design life, and most of the leases and PPAs out there are less than five years old. I mean, this is still a new phenomenon. We believe the industry will start to see some significant operations and maintenance expenses related to inverters that's gonna erode the returns from these finance systems. And I think when it comes to modules, there's really been a a concentrated effort in the PV industry over the past five years to improve module reliability, but really only recently has uh, industry and government really begun to focus on PV inverter reliability in a coordinated way. There are lots of safety and interconnection standards for inverters, but today really there are no well-established reliability standards, and SolarBridge is really at the forefront of developing and defining those standards. So since microinverters haven't been around as long as other types of inverters, is there more pressure to prove their reliability than in traditional inverter models? Yes, there definitely is. We do have more to prove. Uh, I will say, despite the fact that string and central inverters have a longer history than microinverters, that history is not necessarily a really positive one. Those of us who have been involved in the solar industry for the last decade will recall very significant inverter, string inverter reliability and quality problems that resulted in very large recalls from major industry leading suppliers. So the history is not great. Quality in the United States certainly has gotten much, much better. However, we operate in Australia, which is a very large market. We still see significant quality problems in string and central inverters in some of these other markets where there are a lot more newer, unproven string and central inverter providers where they're active there. So, yes, microinverters, we do have more to prove. We have a shorter track record as a product category. And really, that's why SolarBridge designed its products 
from the ground up with reliability as a core central design principle. And we have a world-class team dedicated to quality and reliability that's led by Paul Parker, who's here with us, an industry veteran in electronics reliability. Yeah, in fact, Craig, uh, so even though, you know, like you said, even though microinverters are new and we've got a lot to prove, the good news is a lot of the principles that go into the design of our microinverters aren't new. In fact, uh, power electronics reliability has been around for decades. So we draw a lot on past lessons learned. We understand the potentially dozens of potential failure mechanisms that can limit the life of a product. So obviously we don't have time to wait. 25 years. Even some of the test methods take months and months. So we can't wait for those feedbacks. So we use some of the lessons learned in history. We look at proven reliability models that take into account some of the underlying physics of failure. Reliability is very much about science, material science, physics, chemistry. So we focus on that and we couple the models, the proven models, with an understanding of our field use conditions to come up with design principles that we believe will not only meet a 25-year warranty, but a lifetime that will well exceed that. Plus, it's not like any one company, and even though I personally have 37 years' experience and others in our company have decades of experience, we can't be experts on every failure mechanism. So we rely heavily on third-party vetting. So we go to outside reliability experts, ask them to review the design, review our models, and get their feedback. In addition to that, we are strong participants in outdoor and other forums. The TV module industry has several annual meetings that draw hundreds of reliability professionals, a lot of very sharp PhD material science types, and we participate in those forums, learn from them, share our ideas, vet our approach, and really we've got great synergy with that area of the industry. Inverters, as you said, are the leading cause of failure on PV systems, and many are only built to last 10 years. I know while the life of the system is actually closer to 25. Uh, however, I see that SolarBridge offers a 25-year warranty on its microinverters to span the life of the system. So what enables you to do that? Several things. Uh, I mean, I mentioned some of the design modeling. Uh, we use design best practices. For instance, when we went into the business of solar microinverters, we knew from the very beginning we would be on the back of a solar module. So we knew as such we had to meet or exceed the life of a solar module. So we knew to design up front for that lifetime. Plus, we know the modules go on rooftops. We know the environments are harsh. So we basically had to design best practices by using certain topologies, that electrical topologies that allow us to use components that we know have long life, new methods of enclosures, new methods of managing heat. And so uh, one thing I, I, I keep reiterating is understanding the environment and also understanding the technology used. So one thing you won't see in our products are new, leading-edge, super uh, high-tech technologies that have been out there for a year. Problem is, they're unproven. So we tend to use proven technologies. Perfect example is in our capacitors. Every power supply has capacitors. Choices are electrolytic capacitors or film capacitors. Both of them have a lot of proven history. Unfortunately, for electrolytic capacitors, some of that history is not good. They're made with wet chemistries that tend to dry out over time. We didn't think those were appropriate, so we designed for film capacitors, which are a dry technology. They don't have wet chemicals that can leak or dry out. In addition, we, we use design margin. So components have limits. They have specification limits. 
We never push the components to their limits. We give them some breathing room, so even under our worst case conditions, components still have more room, just in case there are transients that we don't anticipate. And plus, by derating, it allows us to allow the product to last well past 25 years. Wonderful. Paul, can you go into some more detail about how you test your products? You bet. Uh, we're, we're real proud of our testing. So, you know, like I said, it's all about designing up front. I'd say that's a majority of how you get a reliable product. Because by the time you get to test, if you did something wrong, it's really late in the process. But testing is still fundamentally important because I don't know that a company out there that gets it perfect first time. So in order to have any chance of mimicking a 25-year plus lifetime, you have to use very aggressive environmental conditions. You can't just test to the temperature extremes you'll see in desert southwest, for instance. So we use uh, aggressive environments like thermal cycle every day in the field. Temperature might cycle 40 degrees C. We cycle temperature 125 degrees C hundreds and hundreds of times, uh, which will stress some of the long-term mechanical stresses that that cycling sees. We use very high temperature, high humidity environments. Plus, we just run the product for very long times at high temperatures. And the other thing to point out is, even though our product specification may be 65C, which is, and that's 65C air temperature, which is 149 degrees F, and there's no place in the U.S. where it gets, or even in the world, where it gets up to 149 F. But even then, we test well beyond that condition. We test our products to 85C ambient, which is 38 degrees F beyond our specification. So that allows us not only to ensure the product has plenty of margin for any worst-case conditions, but it's a way to compress time. It allows us to get years' worth of testing into a few months. Plus, we're, we're proud of these test methods. We think they're, they're leading edge, and we haven't kept them to ourselves. We believe that the industry needs some standards. Craig mentioned earlier that while there's safety standards for inverters, there's really no good reliability qualification standard. So we participate, in fact, I lead a group that's putting together such a standard for not only microinverters, but also larger string and central inverters. And a lot of the tests we perform have uh, served as a basis for some of that standard. So we're proud of what we do. We think the industry has got a lot of room for improvement, and we hope to have a, a major part in bringing that improvement on. Absolutely. Very interesting points. Craig, let's turn it back to you for a moment. What message concerning reliability would you like to extend to the solar industry? Well, I think we're all seeing, uh, and a lot of folks like yourselves are reporting on the, the increased use of module-level power electronics. We're really starting to see that grow. It's grown very large in the United States, and it's spreading around the world. And so for the reasons we said, because module manufacturers offer a 25-year warranty, Really, it's become the de facto standard that the manufacturers of these module-level power electronics have to also offer those warranties. And more important than the warranty is actually the performance to that warranty, the life, or they're not going to be able to participate in the market. And as the industry begins to adopt this technology more and more, installers, financing companies, developers, module companies are really going to start to expect a 25-year life from their inverters, and that's going to put a lot of pressure on the traditional inverter manufacturers to improve their reliability as the cost of the downtime, lost energy, inverter replacements are going to start to become a serious disadvantage for these companies. So, you know, I, I really see this reliability factor becoming more and more prevalent as the industry matures. 
And we really believe the entire market, not just microinverters, needs a renewed focus on this topic. And, and we're really trying to lead the charge. I will also just say reliability has always been a key differentiator for SolarBridge. It's what we built the company on. It's what we are focused on. And we've consciously made design trade-offs that other inverter companies haven't made in order to get that 25-year life and to get that reliability. And again, I think we are going to be setting the standard for the rest of the industry as our product gets deployed more and more. Paul mentioned that we've been very active in, in some of these standards efforts that are going on. So, Paul, I don't know if you want to say just a little bit more about that. Yeah, Kathy, as we mentioned earlier, uh, we have been active in some standards activities. Uh, there's one standard, IC62093, that is focused on balance of systems. And, in fact, we pretty much uh, converted that to focused uh, very heavily on inverters. So uh, I've been fortunate enough to lead uh, a committee of industry experts that are taking not only Solar Bridge's best practices, but other companies as well. And uh, even though the standard is not out, it's in draft form, we're getting very good feedback. In fact, there was a PD reliability conference at NREL this week where this was a subject, and, and frankly, uh, I think everyone agrees, a long overdue subject. So we're happy to help in this area and look forward to this standard and, and some of these best practices uh, to help improve our industry and certainly improve the uh, perception and the reputation of PV inverters as being highly reliable. Wonderful. Well, it's great to hear both of your passion and your willingness to work with the industry to try to solve some of these issues. Again, we've been speaking with Craig Lawrence and Paul Parker at SolarBridge Technologies. They've given us some great insight into reliability, particularly concerning microinverters. So we'd like to thank them for being with us. Thank you both, Craig and Paul. Thanks, Kathy. Anytime. Yeah, Kathy. It was my pleasure. This has been Solar Speaks, Solar Power World Magazine's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. I'm Kathy Zip, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Thanks for listening, and please tune in next time.